and welcome back to your favorite day of the week, right? I'm pretty sure that's correct of me to assume. Um, yeah, welcome back to today or this week's mini-sode. I did not technically do one last week. It was a rough week for me, so I decided to publish um, <clears throat> a coaching question episode, which I love to do, even though I did it a while ago, or at least the recording. <laughs> but uh, Lindsay loves them. She said that that's her new favorite thing. So please keep sending in your questions where you want to do them more often and just kind of make what we provide the people um, of practical solutions, practical things rather than um, something else. <laughs> um, hey, buddy boy, Walter's going to make his appearance. Um, okay, so yeah, last week was rough for me. I have been kind of struggling lately. My energy last week was horrible absolutely horrible Monday like I decided to like not work out I'd already planned that uh but when it rolled around I was like thank god I'm kind of tired which Mondays I guess you could make that argument for just about everybody um but then just like my mood in general was just really down and work has been frustrating there's there's just been like a couple of factors that just haven't been going the way one would desire them to go (laughs) and so that kind of got me down a little bit and then what helped though was over the weekend some friends came into town Dan and Rosetta Plummer you guys know Rosetta she's been on the pod before she's a competitor wife mother and bestie and we obviously met through Casey but Mark and her husband, Dan, met when we went to visit them last September in San Antonio. Casey and I were like, let's go, and we're dragging Mark along, <laughs> which was a blessing because they hit it off so well that they literally have a full-on bromance happening. Like, And they and it just seems, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like I've known you forever, and it really has been that way, where when I think about how many times we've actually been in the same room together because they live in San Antonio. It's been like twice. So when they first met last year, September, the following November, we went to Tahoe on a couple's trip. (laughs) And uh, that's it. (laughs) Twice. So it's just, it was, they're such a blessing. They're an amazing couple. And to have people like that in your life, you really consider yourself really lucky. And for, you know, both parties to be as equally happy about that, you know, it's really, you know, one person isn't like a whole introvert and hates people or just, they just click really well. And so just really grateful for Dan and Rosetta. They needed to get away, distress a little bit here in Music City. We had a lot of fun. We really did. So hi, Rosetta. <laughs> love you miss you uh so that was like my weekend and it was really fun and so monday rolled around and i woke up a lot more motivated energetic ready to you know hit the ground running as far as my goals go because last week was poopy and my check-in with Lindsay was the feedback wasn't as great as I wanted it to be because, like, I skipped a workout, and I'm only technically doing, like, three days a week, which is amazing. So, like, 
skipping one of those workouts because I had planned to work out on Sunday when they left in the morning. I was like, Sunday's perfect. I'll reset. It's Sunday. I'll do my chores. I'll do my cooking, work out. It's going to be one of those Sundays. And um, nope, I just wanted to stare at the TV all day. And I kind of did that. So I just felt like ashamed of myself, if you will, that like you couldn't even fit three days in you like loser (laughs) come on it's not that hard the workouts don't take you know three hours to do so I just felt like you're better than this and like but it's all a learning process because you know rest prioritize your rest when you have to so I did that but I also just felt like it was just like a dumb excuse (laughs) so we're, we're still figuring that out about myself um, really learning some things over here, but I'm happy that things are fairly back on track, at least on my mental side. And, uh, yeah. So now that it's November, it's the end of the year. Where are we going with this? You know, things are Lindsay and I actually did an episode. Listen, Walter, please just, you're fine right here. You're fine. He has to get on top of the computer. Like, you have me. I'm here. I'm right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lindsay and I did an episode last week. No, it was the week before that, <clears throat> talking about, you know, just kind of the general basics around surrounding the holidays for people who, one, don't want to gain weight, two, are trying to and or are trying to just maintain their goals and not sabotage themselves completely or take any steps backwards. Uh, so it was a really great encouraging episode and we're going to start niching that down a little bit. I think next week's episode will be a little more niched as far as food goes, what to cook or bring to those holiday parties or whatever extra stuff you have going on. Um, and if you're not bringing something to cook or eat, then you know what you should eat, you know, not that you have to not that what we say is dogma, but a good guide on like what to look for and how to manage like, I want to eat that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, When that gremlin inside of you just completely takes over, like I need that eighth glass of champagne, you know, we're going to talk about booze as well, because that's where I struggled, to be honest. So look forward to that. <laughs> um, but one thing that has been on my heart lately has been the Enneagram. I, other people have dubbed me as an expert. <laughs> I'm leaning into it. I'm leaning into that. You know, when somebody says like, you're amazing at this thing and you're like, I know I'm better than you at it, but like, I wouldn't consider myself like, you know, <laughs> but, uh, it's always a learning process. So I'm looking at, and I've told this before on a past mini uh, where I wanted to do like get a certification in it and be really feel like I have the uh, street cred to be considered an expert. (laughs) Uh, So that has been, that's still in the works. I haven't gotten an email back. We'll see. But it has still been on my heart because it is something that I really want to, Walter, really want to teach the people, educate the people on and um, kind of feel like that's how I spread my or make my mark in the world, you know? So I've been debating also on how to do that. Like, 
integrated into this podcast because we don't want, if it's the longer episodes, the main episodes, we don't want, you know, the next eight weeks dedicated to one subject, right? I mean, I just don't, I don't like that because we want to talk about other things. We want to publish the episodes we do for our guests and stuff like that. So I'm just going to start it on the mini sods <laughs> and, um, just kind of take it from there because when we dive into like the more specific stuff, like for example, the challenges that each type, like the, for example, one type, the type one, <clears throat> what the challenges the type one faces, um, that could take hours. I could talk all day about it. And I was writing my notes about it. I'm like, I'm g- I want to record an episode starting with type one and the specific challenges that type one has. And man, it's just pages of notes. <laughs> it's like, I, it needs to be a longer episode. So we're figuring that out. Let me know what you think about it, if you have any ideas. But today, we're just going to start with the basics. We're just going to do it. That's how you achieve your goals. That's how you get anywhere in life is you just start. You figure it out along the way. Forget your fears. Lay your pride on the side. When I was in church... A long time ago, the pastor would say, put your pride aside or in the pew or on the pulpit. Like, (laughs) I don't know why I thought of that. Anyway, so the Enneagram, the basics. I'm going to have to get rid of the kitty. I'm sorry, mister. You're on my lap. Oh, so sad. The basics, the Enneagram. This did not work. (laughs) Um, So what the Enneagram is, is... You could say, yeah, personality quiz, personality system to really understand who you are as a core person. And sorry, Walter's a little distracting right now. But really what it is, is how it helps you understand why you do what you do, your core motivations behind your decisions, why you think that way, why you made the decision the way that you did or your reasoning. Oh my God, Walter. So it's really about motivations. So a couple, you know, um, basics on the Enneagram, because some people will be like, my type is I'm a eight and a one. Like, no, 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 no. You're not two types. You're one type. You have one core type. I am a type eight. That's what mine is. And um, every type has the wings. So... Me, as a type 8, I have a wing 9 or a wing 7. You can jump around as far as your wings go, depending on how I describe it in my consults. Um, Let's say when you are in your work environment, you might be more of, let's use me as an example, I might be more of a wing 9 in my work environment because that helps me be the most successful. Those traits that the type nine have um, helps me be the most successful in my work, in encounters and situations. While at home, I might lean more toward the type seven because that is what's required of me to have a more successful personal life or, you know, so that's an example of how the wings work and you don't jump from wing. uh, So it's either number on side of your type so you can't I I can't be an eight wing five like no (laughs) it doesn't work that way um so that's something to consider um 
And you will need to take the test if you still feel really confused about it or where do I begin? It's a lot of information. It can be complex, but it's actually quite simple. Um, So let me just give, I do have to look at notes just so I don't forget anything. Plus you're only, we only have so much time. So a couple of other things. Um, the numerical ranking of the types do not matter. It's just how it is. And one and none is better or worse than the other. So like, you know how it's like that with the, um, Zodiac is like, Oh my God, a Gemini (laughs) or whatever. Um, no type is inherently better or worse than the other. Every type has unique assets and abilities. And you also are never, um, the the description of your type, you're never going to be all of those at the same time or in, in a period of your life because we're constantly um, moving al- along the, the ranges of health, whether you're in a healthy range or an unhealthy rate or traits. Um, all those things make up your type. And sometimes like, yeah, a type one can be perfectionistic, but maybe maybe not in the past, or maybe now they're being more perfectionistic because of, um, a big stressful situation, but in their normal state, they may not, you know, things like that. So the Enneagram is not something to put yourself in a box of. So like, Oh, I'm an eight. So I'm not this or that, like a type five, like, no, you can have those traits. You can have, that's the point of the Enneagram is the, desired outcome, if we become our best selves, is to have all of the healthy traits of every single type. There we go, Walter. Just take a seat. Nope. Never mind. Uh, So that is the desired outcome, and we can all have these qualities that every type has. But like I said, it all boils down to motivation. I can be a perfectionist on something, and and a type one who is known to be, that's why I keep calling them out. Sorry, Anna. Um, type ones are known to be perfectionistic. That is a very type one trait. So we, me and a type one can say, uh, this thing needs to be perfect, but the reasoning and motivation behind that is completely different, completely different reasons why. (laughs) So that's what I'm talking about. We can have all the same desires. We can have all the same traits, but the reasons why we have them or decide to do these things depends on our motivations. And that usually is our basic desires, our basic fears, what we're avoiding, what we're chasing, things like that. So along those lines, let's do a quick little, um, rundown of every type, some characteristics of each type. And something seems a little familiar, kind of hits you a little bit, you know, that you might be in the range of what your type actually is. But again, go and take the test. Um, it's very subjective because <laughs> you have to take the test um, as instinctually as possible, which is very hard because we are making decisions really not for ourselves, really. We, uh, women struggle with this, right? We're making decisions. <clears throat> I guess everybody deals with this, but making decisions based on what is expected of us, what we should do, not what we should, what we would actually do. So you, your scores might be a little bit all, all over the place. Also, depending if you are in a stressful period of your life or not, there's a lot of variables. If you haven't noticed, 
<laughs> That's why this is so much fun. I could talk about this all day long and I do feel like I'm jumping around a little bit, but I hope that I can help kind of clear this a little up for you guys. So type one is principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. <laughs> type two is generous, demonstrative, people-pleasing, and possessive. If you notice, there's like two good traits and two unhealthy traits. <laughs> type three is adaptable, excelling, driven, and image conscious. Type four is expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Type five is perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Type six is engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Type seven is spontaneous, versatile, acquisitive, and scattered. Uh, type eight, what's up? Is self-confident, yes, ma'am, decisive, willful, and confrontational. All of those things, unfortunately, but fortunately at the same time. <laughs> and then lastly is type nine. They are receptive, reassuring, complacent, and resigned. So those are just like the quick characteristics. And um, <clears throat> all the types are also broken down into, this can help, help you narrow it down if you're still a little unsure and don't feel like taking a test. <laughs> um, but every, the whole, every, the whole time, oh my God, Caitlin, Grace, get it together. All the types are broken up into three sections. So uh, the Enneagram is broken up into three sections. That's how I should say it. So there is the instinctive center, like your gut intuition center. Then you have your feeling your or your heart center. And then you have your head center, your thinking center. So if you're in that category, like I'm a type eight, I am in the instinctive center. That's the eights, nines, and ones. I make my decisions in my gut, right? I don't know why I want to do this thing. I don't know how I feel about doing this thing, but I know this is what I want to do. Like that's, I just know. I can't really describe it. <laughs> that doesn't mean other types don't use their instincts to make decisions. Like let's point that out. But that is where I live is in my gut. And type eights, nines, and ones are very, um, how do you say, <sighs> man, I need to edit this stuff out. <laughs> like type eights, nines, and ones are um, convicted people. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Like this is wrong and I need to make it right. Very um, level the playing field, the, the the, you know, the things of justice or whatnot. The feeling center, the heart center is twos, threes, and fours. They primarily make their decisions and their motivations are based on how they feel, what their heart says. And I don't know why I want to do this, but I feel like it's the right thing. My heart says it's the right thing. It's also pretty instinctual along those lines as well. Um, and it can also just be like, this person hurt my feelings, so that means I'm going to go do this. You know, <laughs> there may not be a lot of logic depending on your level of health. Um, that's just an example. Don't get offended. We're all here to learn and grow, guys. And lastly is the thinking center, your brain people, your brainiacs. You do find a lot of smart people in this category. Not That doesn't mean that the other types aren't smart or can be smarter or not as smart, right? Okay, you just get a lot of um, Walter. Um, 
<clears throat> head types. So that's the seven, six, and five, five, six, and seven. Um, and those people make their decisions largely based on logic. Ding, ding, ding. Walter, <clears throat> you gotta go. They make their, make their decisions based on logic. What is the best mode of action? What do, do the facts say? What does science says? Things like that. And they tend to be um, probably a little more, more on the anxious side of people. Uh, you find that a lot there. Uh, so I hope that makes sense. There's some other stuff that goes into that, but again, we only have so much time and I already talked about the wings. And another thing to point out for each type is that there are um, at least nine levels of development for every type. So for the type eight, like myself, I have nine levels of development. And this is where it really gets dynamic because you can come across another type eight and they're just completely different people. In fact, like me and Casey are type eight. Um, she's more of a wing seven. I'm more of a wing nine. So I am a little more domestic. Um, how do I say things without hurting feelings? <laughs> but regardless, we, uh, I just, I can't think of all that right now, but her and I are both a type eight, but different wings. So we're just so different type of people. But let's say I was also a wing seven or she was a wing nine. We still would be so, so different because one, we had different moms, different family, different environment growing up. Obviously that plays a huge factor. Uh, but even if those were pretty similar, it would just depend on um, you can still be an unhealthy version of your type, right? You can be a very healthy version of your type. And those characteristics are obviously going to be very different from each other. And types, type A's are pretty easy to pick out in a crowd. <laughs> they generally are the um, um, big guy in the room, right? Big energy, right? Big dog energy. <laughs> uh, so you can kind of determine the more you learn about this you can kind of determine someone's level of health based on how they make their decisions so usually the uh, well not usually the goal is to not make your decisions based on fear and avoiding your basic fear so for a type eight my basic fear is to avoid um pain to avoid uh the world coming at me i must um, assert myself against the world because clearly everybody's weak i must be strong um only the strong survive in the world like that's just how i'm wired and so the goal right is to understand that hey <laughs> we don't need to have all this armor on all the time um so let's just kind of take that off because you are safe you can be vulnerable and not be weak right so as those layers come off and we don't make our decisions so much based in fear that we just become more free <laughs> of a person the weight of the world becomes or comes off of our shoulders regardless of what type you are and uh your decision making starts to change and it becomes more based on a healthy reaction, a healthy decision making, and uh, what's best for the people, what's best for me in a way that's not going to hurt other people. And, you know, there's just so much I could just go into. And this has just really transformed my life. And that's why I want to share it more with people, because it's it really helped how I interact with the world, how I interact with the people that I love. It helped other people. Um, well, because I learned so much about myself, 
I could interact in a way that didn't get the response from people that I hated. People would often be intimidated by me or just kind of naturally take offense to almost everything that I'm saying. And I'm just trying, I'm free willing out here. I'm just having a good time trying to love and live and all this stuff. And I'm just bulldozing people left and right. And I don't even know it. <laughs> so learning about this just really helped me garner the proper relationships and um, have better first impressions. That's a, that's another thing. Um, and obviously you're love relationships or the ones you have with your the relationships you have with your family you just become a better person all around regardless of what other people are doing right that's the vulnerability process I'll tell you that right now you doing the best you can loving the best you can being as authentic as you can regardless of how other people are going to respond and that's the a long process, but it's, man, God, it's worth it. It's worth it. I promise. Promise. And that's what the Enneagram has helped me do, uh, because it put, it defined a lot of what I thought were undefinable things about my personality. And when I learned about this, I just felt just naturally so much weight come off of my shoulders because it's one, okay, that I am who I am. And two, oh, Um, I have this problem and now I know how to navigate this part of my personality that I just, I didn't like or kept getting in my own way type of thing. So again, I could keep going, but it is time to wrap up. So DM me, email me your Enneagram questions, your thoughts, what you want to hear. Literally, I want to hear it all and want to know what you guys want to know. Okay. So we're going to figure this out along the way, um, how we're going to break it down, how we're going to talk about it more, things like that. So 2024 is going to be a year of growth for all of us. Yay. Uh, Anyway, thanks again for listening. Hope you guys have a happy, happy weekend. And um, you know what? I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to thefitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E project.com and click apply now. Until next time, this is the Fitfem Project Alignment Podcast.